Tazayin. We're in the middle of the parak. Oh, shalom. Um, we're continuing the story of Eliezer finding a shidduch for Yitzchak, the story of Rivka and Eliezer. And now Eliezer found her, and they, they agreed to marry her to Yitzchak, and they're on the way back home. So it says in the Medrash, At six hours into the day, the, the, the slave left Choran. Eliezer left Choran from... To, to go back to, to bring Rivka back to Yitzchok. V'lokach as Rivka ve'ez devayra me'niktoh v'hirchiv as hen ala gemalim. And he took Rivka and devayra, who was her, her wet nurse, and he, he put them, he mounted them on the, on the camels. The Radal brings a Gemara and Psachim and says, why did he have to mount them? Why couldn't they go up on their own? Because the derech of women is that they're very scared when they're trying to like get up onto an animal, so they need some help to, to be mounted on. And so that the, so that the Eved Eliezer wouldn't be alone with Rivka at night, Hakadosh Baruch Hu made a nace that Nick puts the Aretz. The the land jumped in front of him, and there was kvitas aderek. And he got to Chevron in three hours at the time of around Mincha time. Say so the marshal we said last week, if it begin the day begins at six and ends at six. So if he left around six hours into the day, it was about, it was about basically midday, about 12 o'clock in the in mid, midday, noon. So he got there about three o'clock in the afternoon, around Mincha time. Because Hashem made a nace, so he got there in three hours, so that there wouldn't be a problem of Yichud between Eliezer and Rivka. How long would it normally take? So we said last week that normally it takes uh, 17 days. Wow. We said that in the beginning of the parak. Where is the Kharan today? Where is Kharan today? They know where it is. It's, it, it, it's, it, I think it's still called Kharan. It, it's Be'erich in ISIS country. It's in Iraq. It's in Iraq? I think it's in Syria. Yeah. Be'erich in that area where ISIS is, uh, is ruling. Not, like, like in the, the northern area of like where the Tigris is, like, I, I, I forgot the name of the river, but there's a river that, that comes off a tributary of the, of the Tigris, yeah. and Choran and is like off of that river. I forgot the name of the river. So, uh, in the nor- northern Mesopotamia. Yeah, like Kurdistan, like uh, that, that, Mamish, where, 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 the, where the fighting is now. Huh? So he made a 17 journey in, in three hours. Three hours. Right. Wow. So, so Hashem made this because he didn't want that there would be a problem of Yichud between Rivka and Eliezer. And then before Hashem speak out that the Etzem, could be that there's no real problem. The Radal says it could be there's no real problem because Eliezer came with 10 camels, meaning he came with a whole entourage of people. And Rivka's coming back with Nairi Saha, with all her, her, her maidservants and her wet nurse, whatever. So it's like a bunch of men, a bunch of women. There's no problem with Yichud Bukhal. So he said, like, Stam, it could be, the Radal says, like, Stam Bukhumro, Lav Dafka, that was it because of a real Hashash Yichud. One of the other Mepharshim, the other Mepharshim say that it could be that we're going to see in a moment that Eliezer was, 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 was Hashud. He's a person that you could suspect him of doing some bad stuff. So with such a person, the Halachas of Yichud are more Chomer. Like you can't, you can't be even if there's more people around. You can't be alone with such a guy. So could be, could be that was the chashash. That was I saw that in a sefer called uh, Alei Zayis on the Zayis Ranan on the Yalkut Shemayin Parshas Chayisar. 
is written by Rav Yaakov Meshach Kanner Shlita, who's a Rav in Toronto. He says this Swara that, that, that because, because Eliezer, we'll see that Eliezer is a, a person who's choshed. We're going to try. Hopefully, we'll get that. We should get that. But we'll we'll see. There's a lot of different different uh, explanations of who Eliezer was and where he's coming from. And was he a good guy or a bad guy? Some interesting things. Okay. The answer Yitzchak is follow. Oh, so so they got there. By the way, according to some of Farshim, when when they got there, Yitzchak was actually standing on his head. He wasn't standing on his feet. He was standing on his head. It was upside down. And we, hopefully we'll speak about that in Perak Lamed Beis. Why was Yitzhak upside down? But uh, according to some of our Yitzhak was upside down in this head because he was coming from Ganeda and after the Akeda he, he went to Ganeda to get healed. So uh, he was he was coming. Mamish just came from Ganeda. So he was like falling this way. So it's very it's a very funny thing that the some Rishonim say this, but Yitzhak was standing on his head and it was like a weird thing. Yitzhak came out to Davin Mincha. Shinama it says in the Pasuk, Fayyatsa Yitzhaklaswah Baswadab Laes Arif. The Lufnais uh Arif. And Yitzhak came out to 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 the word Laswah literally means to speak in the field, Laes Arif, in the evening time. The Ain Sikha Elatfila. This lashon of Laswah to speak doesn't mean literally to speak, but it means to dive in Shamar it says in the Pasuk in Tilim, Tfila Leonikiyatov Vlayash Vlefnaya Shem Ishpah Sikhai. When a poor man is yatayf, when he's wrapped in his palace, and in front of Hashem, he's spilling his speech. What does it mean, the speech in this context? It obviously means his his prayer, his davening. Right. So, so Yitzhak was davening over here. Stam, I, I just I, I saw something very interesting last night. What is it? Somebody just yesterday donated the sefer to the shul. Chesed shal chut shal chesed from Rabbi Yomi Izmir, our, our our good friend Rabbi Yomi Izmir. So, <laughs> so in, right here in Parshas Chayisara, he 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 makes an interesting deal. It says in the pasuk, it says, "Vayetze Yitzchak l'asuach basad lefna yisarev." Yitzchak came out to the to, to speak in the field in the evening. Vayisa eno vayar. He lifted his eyes and he saw. Vayinei gemalim boyim, and behold, there are camels coming. Is Campbell's coming? What about Eliezer and his people? And, and Rivka, his, his, his future wife? He, he, he looked and that's what he saw. He saw the camels. He didn't see, he didn't see this whole pe- all these people coming. That, that, that's what he asked. So, Leo Eliezer. So, he says, very Gishmak the parrots. Because we said that he, what happened was that Eliezer left. Last week we said Eliezer left over 12 hours into the day and he got to Haran in three hours. And then the, now this week we just saw that he, the, next, the next morning he left at six hours into the day, and then he came back three hours later. So, and we said that it's a journey of seventeen days. So, the guy left yesterday in the afternoon, and now he's coming back the next day in the afternoon from what we would what would be a seventeen day journey. It doesn't make any sense. So we need to like stop. Yeah, two seventeen day journeys. It doesn't make any sense. So when Yitzhak sees him coming back, of course he wouldn't think that, that it's Eliezer and, and, and Rivka. He would assume, yeah, there's a bunch of camels coming or something or whatever. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't realize who it was until the Mamish came close. And they were like, oh, it must have been some sort of nace. But before, he, he, the logic would tell him that that's not what happened. That's what it says in the Sefer.
But uh, uh, I, I wanted to tell him maybe you could say a different part. If you learn like these Rishayim that said that Yitzchak was standing on his head, so you could say that, yeah, he was standing on his head, so all he saw was the feet of camels coming. The people were mounted on top of the camels. So you, can't, you couldn't see the people, you only see feet of, of camels. So you thought there was a bunch of camels coming. Maybe, I don't know. Stop. Okay. We'll lead the Chumash a little bit later. Okay. What? He did yoga. He did yoga. <laughs> okay. Very interesting. He went out at three o'clock to pray. Yeah. Four o'clock, which is few of the time for mincha. Right. He didn't dive in mincha right before shkia. Yeah, he didn't dive in mincha right before It happens to be that, the, I don't know, the Radal wants to bring a riot to the opposite. He wants to bring a raya that he was that he was really he was he was going to Davin Mincha Ketana because he's going out to Davin Mincha at three o'clock, let's say, and Mincha Ketana is three thirty, so maybe he's doing his achanas or something. Like that. But he wants to bring a raya that the, from here you see that Mincha Ketana is the ikker. I, I don't see a raya that Mincha Ketana is the ikker. Maybe he was going to he maybe he was dafka going out at three to, so that he could hop right Mincha before Mincha Ketana. So I, I didn't I didn't want to say this right now, but once you once you mentioned the idea. Meditating. Okay, I mean the Gemara. The, the Gemara says that the the Yitzchak was the one who was Gemara and Brachas in the beginning of the fourth parak. So the Yitzchak was the one who was Mesak and Mincha. How do we know that? It brings this pasuk, right? So Yitzchak l'asuach v'asade v'ein sicha l'tfila. So the Gemara definitely understands that it's talking about literally davening Mincha. That's the source of of the tfila of Mincha, according to one opinion in the Gemara over there. Could be meditating upside down. Meditating upside down. Okay. Right there. Rabbi Shmuel Avinu says, "Omar Yitzchak said to Yitzchak, his son, This Eved Eliezer, he's chashud al we, we would suspect him of doing sins, of impropriety. Who umir And there's trickery in his hand. Shenamar, it says in the Pasuk, Kena'an biyodai moizne mirma, lashaik ahev. Kena'an, in his hands, are the scales of trickery in, to cheat the people that he loves. So, in Kena'an, the Radal says, is a code word for all, all, all slaves. So, even if, even if Eliezer was lavdafka from Kena'an, or, or wasn't Kena'an himself, but it, it means all slaves. And Eliezer was a slave, so you see that, that, that slaves are, are, are tricky people. And, and they, they, they're chashed on Averis. So he's, Avram Avinu is telling Yitzhak that maybe Eliezer is chashed on Averis. Shema Naga Batsinar. So check out, make, see, maybe, uh, maybe Eliezer touched the, the pipe. Uh, Naga Batsinar is, is a sort of a euphemism that maybe he did some, some uh, inappropriate stuff with Rivka on the way. So maybe touch the pipe is a, is, is a, is a, is a euphemism for that. Rather, what you should do is bring the girl into your, into the tent, and take out her besulim with your finger. Im, uh, the, the one girl says, "Im tira besulim." See if you'll see besulim, or the other girl says, "Im If she's pure with her, in, in, in regards to her besulim, Then she's yours from by divine decree. The Hashem wants you to, to marry her. So what did he do? 
Yitzchak brought her into the tent, and Yitzchak took out her besulim with his finger, and he showed him to Avram Avinu, and afterwards Yitzchak married her. It says in the Pasuk, and the end of the Pasuk says, so it says, Yitzhak brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah, and then it says, then he, and he married Rivka, and, he, and, he, and she was his wife. And then she loved him. Right? So first it says, he brought her into the tent, and then it says, and then he married her. So why did he bring her to the tent if he wasn't marrying her? Elamai, this is where the Radal says it, Elamai, first he brought her into the tent to, to, to check if she's pure, and then afterwards, he ma- and when, he, when he saw that she was pure, he married her. The Radal points out that the, the Gemara says that... Okay, whatever. The, the Radal says that it, it, it sounds like over here that... That, um, that, that, that Rivka must have been over three years old. Because the Gemara says in a few places that if a woman's besulim come out before she's three, so they grow back. Right? So, uh, so, so the Radal says it must be that Rivka was over three years old. So in, in one place, in Mesachah Seifrim, it says, we mentioned Mesachah Seifrim last week, it says that she was three years old and three days when she left her father's house. So you see that she was over three years old. And the, uh, uh, and the Rashi Chumash says three, that she was three years old also. So it's going like that. Seder Oilam also says that she was three years old. And Taisus in Yavamas brings from Rabbi Shmuel HaChosid, the father of Yudah HaChosid, that says that she was 14 years old. So there's a machlik, there's a, fa- it's a famous machlik, if, if how old was Rivka when she got married? Was she three or was she 14 years old? Well, it's a famous zach. I, I, I saw once, there's, there's riots both ways. It's a taste of Yuvabis and Samachal from the days, and the other, uh, other places also they talk about it. I saw once a very interesting way of reconciling this machlik. How old was Rivka? Was she three or was she 14? I saw this, first I saw it in the Sefer Mayan Beis HaShueva from Rav Schwab. He brings it b'shem somebody named Rabbi Michal Forschläger, who was a rabbi in Baltimore about a hundred years ago. Rabbi Michael Forschläger. He, he they, they recently printed his farm. I think it's called like Teres Michal, something like that. It came out like a, about a year ago. But it's a, Rabbi Michal Forschläger answers like this: it says that we know that when Yitzchak had the Akedas Yitzchak when he was thirty-seven, and then right, right at that point, Avraham Avinu had a, a special nevuah brought in the end of Parshas Vayera, the, the end of the Kriyatotir of the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Avraham Avinu had a special nevuah that the Besuah gave birth to Rivka right at that time. So it sounds like right after Akedas Yitzchak, that's when Rivka was born. And then three years later, it says the Pasuk that Yitzchak was 40 when he got married, and he was 37 when Akedas Yitzchak. So it must be that she was three years old. Right, so he says no. The pshat is like this. Really, she was really four. She was physically she was fourteen years old. She was really born beforehand. But what happened was at, at, by Kiddush Yitzchak. That's when Sarah died. Sarah Rabbeinu died by Kiddush Yitzchak. Remember this? That, that's why Parshas Chayesar is right after the story of Kiddush Yitzchak. And when Sarah died, so he says that her neshama went into Rivka, and now Rivka became a Gilgal of Sarah. And that only happened three years before she got married. So her body was 14 years old, but, her, but the fact that she was a Gilgal of Sarah, then Chlapedesh, she was only 3 years old. And then I found that afterwards that Rav Chaim Falaji says the same Teretz, I forgot exactly where, I wrote it down somewhere, but Rav Chaim Falaji says the same Teretz, that her body was 14 years old, but, but her Gilgal of Sarah was, was only 3. 
That's interesting. It, it, I thought it was a shtickle chiddush that you could become a Gilgal after you're already alive. Usually you would think like, oh, this guy, he was a Gilgal from this neshama from... Like he, it seems like she like sort of switched neshamas or something. Like, I don't know how these things that work. Happens, but that happens, that neshama joined together with her neshama. Uh, some, yeah, something like that. I don't know exactly how it works. It does happen. I, yeah, you, you, you know of a case of a guy. <laughs> You're my neighbor. <laughs> You could have checked to see Joy Vatura and then let Yitzchak do, 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 do that. You're right. Why have to take the Vatura oh. out? Oh, oh. So, 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 so we're going we're gonna to discuss that in a moment. But first, we have um, a Yalkut Shemaini. A Yalkut Shemaini in Parshas Chayisara says a, a slightly different version of the story over here. In Yalkut Shemaini it says, but he, it says in the pasuk that, w- that, that when, when, when she was coming, she saw Rivka saw Yitzchak and she fell off the camel. Right. right? So Why? So Medrash says um, this is the Alkut Shemayni Remez Kuftes in Chayisar. When she saw in Ruach Hakodesh that Esav is going to be a descendant of her, she started shaking and she fell off the camel. Venasas Mukas Eitz. And she became a Mukas Eitz, right. that some foreign object n- took out her Basulim. Okay. And her Dam Basulim came out. Okay. So Kaddish Baruch Hu said to the Malach Gavriel, Go and guard the blood so that it won't become putrid or whatever, and, and, and that there won't, the people won't think that there was a blemish in Rivka. So then, the manager says that by Yitzhak Aleha, when Yitzhak wanted to consummate his marriage with her, Vuloy Matzalah Basulim, he didn't see that she had Basulim, Vuchashtam Eliezer. He suspected that she, that she did something with Eliezer. So Amallah, he said, Yitzhak said to her, Basuloy Sayyach, Heichan Hain, where are your Basulim? Amallah, she said to him, Kishanafatim in a Gomel, Nasasi Mukas Eitz. I fell off the camel and I became a Mukas Eitz, and the Basulim came out over there. Amalah, he said, and, and, and you saw me fall off the camel. Eh? Amalah, he said to her, no, shaker at midaberis. No, you're lying. Ella Eliezer pagabich. Eliezer touched you when you, when, when you were on the road. And she swore to him that Eliezer didn't touch him. Holchu, so they went off to investigate. Umatsu dam. And they saw there was a tree over there at that place where she fell off the, uh, off the camel. There was a tree, and that tree was like, was like covered with blood. Miad yada yitzak so then Yitzhak knew that she was Tahira. Amar Kadesh Baruch and then the manager finishes off says, Amar Kadesh Baruch Hu, Ma'as al-Eved what should I do for this Eved? Shahir Khashud, the people were, who suspected him about things that he didn't do. So Amar Malach HaYashar, Sachnisu Chai Be Gan Eden. The Malachim said to him, you should bring him alive into Gan Eden. And then the manager says, Hu Eliezer ben Nimrod, that's Eliezer, the son of Nimrod. Vuhu Temegudelop, yeah. Yitzhak came back from Gan Eden, like we said, after the kid that he went to Gan Eden to get healed, and he came back, and Eliezer went into Gan Eden alive. Okay. So that's what the Medrash says. So now, Rebeliomi Izmir, I don't know why I keep quoting Rebeliomi Izmir, but in Medrash Talpias, in on the word Zivug, Rebeliomi Izmir asks, according to, to Yaakov Shemoyni, he didn't find her Basulim. And, then, and, and he went and they found that it was, it was on a tree. And we mentioned also Parakates. We sort of spoke about this. By, when we talked about Kisuya Dam, there were animals that were watching her dam so that nothing would happen to it. And those animals got the schus of, of Kisuya Dam. 
the same idea. But they, they, they went and he sought elsewhere. According to Pirkei it sounds like Shitakawa did have Vesilim. So Rabbi Yomi Ezra in, in, in Madrash Talpiyas asks this question, and he says, you have to say that, that our Madrash was Makatser. It, it, it abbreviated this whole story, and it means to be Miramis, the story over here in Yaakov Shibari. I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. I think there's two points of it. First of all, you said right now it's going to contradict what it's going to say over here. Oh, that's true. He said he went to Galilee and here's going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second point is, if you said that he's the son of uh, Nibir, it means that he's from Kush and not from Canaan. Yeah? Right. Because Nibir was from uh, Kush, I think. Yeah? Right. And that's what I'm going to say that all Zerachoma are called Canaan. It could be. Uh, or we, 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 we never said that he we never really said that he was from Canaan. We just said all of them are called Canaan. That's what we said. Yeah. Or we'll see. We'll see. So, so, so the Malach guarded the blood that it didn't congeal. Right. And then his cocaine then he guarded the blood was was too too fresh. I guess and so. He yeah. That and he realized that she was that she was really okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. So now, so the manager says another an, an interesting thing. It says, it says, And that was the minute in Kali Yisrael to take out the Basulim with the finger. So you won't come onto a Suffolk. Because, because maybe if you already consummate the manager, then you find out afterwards that she was, that, that she was impure or whatever. So then, you know, you don't want to, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be over at Isra or something. With it's a pasuk in 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 Parshas Kisaitse by a, a case of Moitzi uh, Shemra, where a guy marries a woman and then he says, "Oh, she wasn't a besula." So it says that the father and the mother they bring out the Moitzio as as They take out the the cloth and they say, "Oh, this is the besula my of, of my daughter." So to to prove her her purity. That's what it says in the pasuk. So the the midrash is saying that that was the minute in Kali Yisrael. Okay. So this, this this line over here that's saying that that was the minute in Yisrael is a very difficult thing to understand because the, if you ever learn Meseches Ksubis, it's clear that that was not the minute in Yisrael because Meseches Ksubis is all talking about well if you what happens if you marry a girl and then and then you you, you, you do bia and then you realize that she she didn't have besulim so you have to figure out so does that mean that she was mezana or she wasn't was it before the kedushin or after the kedushin maybe she was a ketan or whatever these different 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 cases especially on daftas over there in Masechus Ksubis it's a famous daftas gemara so it's, it seems pretty clear from the gemara that this was not the minute and in fact Tesis in Masechus Ksubis and Daftalad gemara in Masechus Ksubis it talks about something called Be'ilis Mitzvah. It's talking about a case where a, a, a guy gets married and then he becomes an Ovel before he's able to consider whatever. The Gemara calls it Be'ilis Mitzvah. So why is it called Be'ilis Mitzvah? So Tosha says, because it's a Mitzvah, because it's a Mitzvah, because cause the Pasuk says, because the Gemara says, caresses bris el kli, that a woman only only becomes especially uh, kashur to a, to a man that makes her into a vessel that she could be, that she beco- she could become pregnant. Remember, the Gemara says that Enoshim So the Birishena makes it that a woman could become pregnant. The Rizal speaks a lot about this that the, 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 in the Birishena that a man puts a, what he calls it ruach the shavak the shavak babayla the Birishena. 
it's mavur from the Gemara and from other sources that it's like a dafka and in it of beer, not to take it out with the finger. Where, where, where does the measure say it's from? Right, the daughters of Lloyd did that, but we, but we don't do such things. So, so there's a sefer called, I found a sefer called Chilukim Shebein Anshe Mizrach Ubnei Eretz it's a sefer that it was written in the time of the Ga'inim. It's called Chilukim Shebein Anshe Mizrach Uvinei Eretz Yisrael. So in that sefer, in Ois Mem, it says that the minig was that Anshe Mizrach, people in, in the Mizrach in the east, meaning Bavel, their minig was they, 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 would, they would do Bia. And the, the minig in Eretz Yisrael was that they would do it with a finger. So you see that already in the time of like in the time of Chazal, you know, the Gemara is going with the Minig in Babel, and seems like the Blitz is going with the Minig in Eretz Yisrael. So there were there were different minhagim, I guess, in Klai Yisrael exactly how to do it. But we go with the Minig of the Gemara. We don't go with the Minig of the Medrash. And there's an interesting shtickle from the Medrash Ma'arha Fela, which is one of the early Temani Midrashim around for, around the time of the Rambam. The Parshas Chayisar. He says about about what it says over here in Pekud Avlazim. He says. Anyone who does this is an ignoramus and a cruel person. upon him, and he doesn't have any embarrassment. and we don't pass an alacha from a medrash. So basically, we, we don't, the medrash says this, but we don't go like this. That's the point. Okay, I'm sorry for getting too graphic, but all right, let's go weiter. Yeah. Zakan Basai Shalavram Haya Abdai Eliezer. Zakan Basai the Pasak if you look good in Pashas Khaisara, it never says that Eliezer was the one who got the Shidduch for Yitzhak. It never says the name Eliezer. Who was who was it? It says it says that he was his Evid and also calls him Zakan Basai, the elder of his household. So who's the elder of his household? Zakan Basai Shalavram Haya Abdai Eliezer. The elder of his of Avram's household was his servant Eliezer. The Medrash says, How is Eliezer the Evet of Avram? We're going to say in a moment that Eliezer is actually Oig Melchabashan. So the Radal says, so the Radal says that Oig Melchabashan was Miyesar HaRefoyim, from the leftovers of the Refoyim, a strong, a giant person. How did, how did it come to be that he ended up being a, a slave to Avram? Like, how did such a strong warrior ever become a slave? It doesn't... He, he wants to know where, where does that come from? And also, Moshe, Moshe, Moshe killed him. Oh, well, so we're going to get to that also, hopefully. When Avram Avinu was leaving Ur Kazdim, so all the Gedaliyadur, all the Chosh of the prominent people in that generation came and they gave Avram Avinu presents. But Ahmad Nimrod, and Nimrod got up, and he wrote his, he wrote a star giving, like we, we, the mission Kedushan says that you could be kind of evident with a star. So he wrote, so Nimrod wrote a star, being giving over his, giving over his Eved Eliezer to Avram uh, uh, Previously, uh, you said he was his son. Eliezer was. Uh, yes, so in Yakut Shemani, it called him Shemani. Eliezer ben Nimrod. Yes. Over here, you don't agree. Well, it's a different Midrashim. He's saying that he's a slave and he's saying that he's from the Reform, yeah? Yeah. If he's from the Reform, then he's not with the Reform because the Reform were before Noyah. Right. They weren't 
So, 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 okay, so where did Nimrod, where did Nimrod have um, Eliezer as a, as a slave from? So if Eliezer is Oig, so it, it says later on when we talk about the, the story of the Mabel, in Parachal Gimel, so we're going to see that when, 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 when Oig got saved with, by the table of Nayak, so uh, Nayak basically made Oig swear that he's going to forever be an Eved to the descendants of Nayak. So that, that, that's how it came, up, came about that Oig was a slave to, let's say, Cham, and then, and then when Cham died, Nimrod, Yarshanim, or whatever. So, so you're not answering the question, how did Oig survive the flood? It says that the waters around the, the ark were, were cool. Right. And Oig was going to the water to hold him on. Right. So it sounds like he's a very low level of Abbas. And Abbas is a Abbas, yeah. Okay. You asked previously, how is it that a, a Giba became a Rebbe? Yeah. I don't think it's a problem. I mean, the, the Shratas are bigger than the white people, but they are hot. This is being recorded. Oh. Oh, Chasad in Yitzhak Benahi. When Yitzhak did, when, when Eliezer did a Chasad, to the son of Av- to, to Yitzchak, the son of Avraham Avinu, Avraham Avinu um, freed him. He was he usually he used to be his slave, and now he freed him. It's interesting because last week we said that, uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's the same thing. What if we if we if we go back and try to remember why we're talking about this? So we're talking about this. We're bringing this whole story because we're talking about people who did chesed in, in regard to chasanas. Just like a Kodesh Baruch who did chesed for Adam and Chava, so we're talking about other cases of people who did chesed in regard to marriage. So just that's that's why we're talking about this again. So Kishigama chesed in Yitzchak Menai when Eliezer did chesed to Yitzchak by helping him get a shidduch. Haytzel acheres Avram Avinu or or maybe even maybe it was Yitzchak um, let him go free. Baruch gave him his reward in this world, so that there won't be schar for Like we spoke about last week and the week before, that the way a Kaddish Baruch does it is, if a person is a tzaddik and he does something bad, so he gets punished in this world, so he gets a schar in Olam If a person is a rush and he does something good, so he gets a schar in Olam so Olam will get punishment. So Kaddish Baruch to, 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 to this Evan, who apparently was a rasha, HaKadosh Baruch gave him his schar in Olam Hazeh B'shul Shalai Yehei Schar L'Rishoyim Ba'olam Habah What was that schar? What was the schar that Hashem gave to, to Eliezer? V'kim al Malach HaKadosh Baruch made Eliezer into a Malach V'hu Oig Malach Habashem And he is Oig Malach Habashem There's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of different questions that ever over here um, I wanted to, we'll discuss some of them, but we're not going to have a chance to speak about like all the different Nakudas about Oig and Eliezer, who is Oig and who is Eliezer. And one question is like this. Oh, oh there's, an, there's, there's, another, there's another interesting source about this. There's a, in Mesach HaSoyfrim, towards the end of Mesach HaSoyfrim, it says also the same thing, that Eliezer, Ever Avram, is Oig Melech Abashan. It says that what happened was that one time Avram Avinu screamed at Eliezer slash Oig, he screamed at him, and his tooth fell out. And and Avraham Avinu took his tooth, and he made from that. It says Yesh Emrim. He made a a, a, a chair. Yesh Emrim. He made a bed. And I found that the Rekech says Yesh Emrim that he made a wall. So Avraham Avinu t- took that tooth, and he, he made up the whole thing from it. So I once asked a question like this: 
Over here it says that Avram Avinu freed him for helping find the Shirech for Yitzhak. Over there it says that he screamed at him and his tooth fell out. Now there's a halacha called Shein Va'ayin by an Evid. If you knock out your Evid's tooth or his eye, he automatically goes free. Evid Knani. Right? So, how did Avram Avinu free Eliezer? He should have went out with Shein Va'ayin when he was his slave and he got his tooth fell out when Avram Avinu screamed at him he should go out. So really, it's not it's not such a good question because if you look in the Gemara and Kedusha, the Chavtalim and Beis, the Gemara is also over there talking about Evan, and it, it basically talks about a case where a guy you go, let's say you go up behind somebody and you go, Poof! and he didn't really see it coming. He goes, like, he gets shocked and he goes like this and he hits his face into the wall and, and he smashes his face. Are you chayiv or potter to pay for his damages? So the Allah is that you're you're chayiv b'dinei shemayim, but you're potter b'dinei adam. Because it's called a grama. So in such a case, it, 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 it seems like from the Gemara over there, that, that in, in a case of grama as well, an Evid won't go free either. So Avraham is screaming at him and him getting scared and having his tooth fall out, that, that's, that, that's not called knocking out his tooth or his eye or his tooth. So he didn't go free from that. that that's why I wanted to understand. There's a Rashash over there in Kedushin that, that, that has some questions on this. But that, that, that's basically the, the idea of that. Maybe Baruch Nishi went free from Gashmishi. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Huh? I don't know what that means. What do you mean? That means that, that Baruchni, he wasn't a Christian to, to Avram. He had his own uh, material. And then afterwards, he became his own person by, by becoming a Evid, a free Evid. Okay. There's an interesting thing that says that, that by the Akeda. That by what? By the Akeda. The Akeda, yeah. Uh, the the Sela was in, in Hebron. Right. And the Akeda was in Yushalayim. How did you know what happened? Right. So apparently, Oik was, he, he, he had to prove that, that she was able to tell what was going on because Oik was telling her. Right. The, the, the Oik, right? She was telling her what was going on. Right. So Oik must have been Eliezer. Why? Because Eliezer was there, I saw it. Aliyah was with Avram. Right, I hear. I have, I have two problems with that. That's, that's a good question. I have two problems with that. First of all, Oik was a giant, so he was able to see everything. Right. Second of all, if that was him, it says that he told the Sarah not to frighten her neurotic. Because he wanted to marry her. I think, I think so, yeah? Yeah. He wanted to cause problems for Avram, Avram then give him a mission to find Yitzhak uh, Shidduch. Uh, you know. <laughs> This is the kind of person that... But, well, maybe he didn't realize this something, I don't know. Uh, well, oh, there's, there's, there's a lot of places where, where Oig sort of comes up. There's, there's another where it says by, by when Lloyd was oh, captured, there was a war between the four kings and the five kings, and Lloyd was captured. So it says, the, 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 the refugee from the war came and he told Avram Avinu that, uh, that, that Lloyd was kidnapped. Right? So, so, uh, so some of Farshim say that this Polit was Oig. Because he was polit, meaning refugee, refugee from the Mabul. So some instructions say that he was, that, that's Oik. And then what was Avram Avinu's response? He sends, Eli, the, the response of Avram Avinu was that he sent Eliezer to go fight, to go fight and, and, and try to help bring back, Eli, uh, to go fight the, the five kings, um, to go, to, no, to go fight the four kings to, to, to help uh, bring back light. Right? So it's just so funny that like, if Oik is Eliezer, and you put these two things together, it's like, Oleg, who's Eliezer, came and told Avram Avinu about it, and then Avram Avinu go and sent him to go fight it. it, it 
Someone asked me this as a question. It's, it's, it's a struggle question. But Pekka de Beliezer happens to be on the sense that when it says Vayavaya Polit, it's not talking about Oig. It's actually talking about, I believe it was the Malach Michal. It was for sure Malach. I think it was Malach Michal. We're going to see it later on when we get to the times of Avram Avinu. We're still holding by Adam Rishon. <laughs> but we, but we, we, I forgot what Parakat's in. But I, I seem to remember that Pekka de Beliezer says that it was uh, Michal. In other places, I saw once that there's a Sefer Chemdas Yamim, Chemdas um, Yamim, from Rav Shalom Shabazi from from Teman. So he writes, why is Oig called Oig? Because when he came to tell Avram Avinu that Light was captured, so it says in Targum Yenusan that Avram Avinu was baking matzahs because it was Pesach time. So Avram Avinu was baking matzahs. So, what, so matzahs are ug, like called ugais sometimes. So that's why he's called oig because he came when Avraham was baking matzahs. It's called ugais. Some interesting words. Um, so I misquoted the Medrash. You misquoted the Medrash? Yeah, it was talking about the war of the four kings, not with like he said, because he wanted sorrow, he wanted Avram to fight them, so he should be killed. But there's also, I think there's also such a thing about uh, by the kid. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. It's a contradiction. It could be he told Avram that, and then Avram wanted to 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 show who's the boss. He said, okay, now you're gonna come to the war with me. Right. So that's a, a, another another point over here. And I, as I were as we're reading this, I just realized why I don't think this is such a question, but. Another point is like this. It says in, in this week's parsha, parsha's chukas. It's at the end of the parsha that after Avinu, after Moshe Rabbeinu went and fought Sichon Melech Cheshbon and he defeated them. So then Vayetze Oig Melech Abasha and the Krasenu to go fight us. And 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 Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Al Tiror, don't be scared, don't be scared. Just like you fought and you you bought you defeated Sichon Melech Amari, now you're gonna go and you're gonna fight Oig Melech Abasha and you're gonna defeat him too. Don't be scared. And Moshe Rabbeinu, when he talked, Moshe Rabbeinu killed Oig Malchabasha. That's what it says in the Pesukim. So the Dachinim asks like this. He, that's the Kinim in Parshas Chayisar. He brings the Perek Tzavliyazer. In this print, it says Perek Tzavav, which is a typo. It's supposed to say Perek Tzayin. He brings the Perek Tzavliyazer and says it sounds like from Perek Tzavliyazer that 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 Oig slash Eliezer was a, was a good person. Yet. Moshe Rabbeinu killed him, so that sounds like he was a bad person. So what was he? A good, he was a tzaddik or he was a rasha? And also we mentioned the Medrash, we said the Yalkut Shemaini, that Eliezer was one of the people that went in alive to Gan Eden. That sounds like he's a good guy. So if Eliezer is Oig, so wow, he, went, he went alive into Gan Eden, like someone just asked this before, I Moshe Rabbeinu killed him. He didn't go alive into Gan Eden he if he's Oig. Oig. He's open. Yeah. Uh, maybe he went to Eliezer and then he came back. Uh-huh. Maybe he went to Ganeden and he came back. Could be. He took a trip to a few days. So this is, that's the Kenim's question. I, I don't know if it's such a question because even Pekka says that if you if you read it carefully the way we read it, Pekka Pe- Pe- also says that Oig was Russia. Because it says that Hashem gave him his schar and oil mazah so that there won't be schar and oil mazah. So Pekidos also says he was a Russia. So I, I'm not sure what the t- that's the Kenim is saying. Yeah, he was a Russia. Okay, maybe he was a loyal servant of Avraham Avinu. So Avraham Avinu used him for different missions. But he was, it sounds like he was talking about Russia. Even Pekidos the Blizzard. And he's called Eliezer, which sounds lehefek. Sounds like he's a Eliezer. He's helping Hashem. Okay, could be. No. But the Dastakinim takes a different approach. The Dastakinim says, says, says a different answer. 
So we're misunderstanding something here. You have to know that there's two people called the Ayim al That's what he says. That's the Kanem from the Bali Tesis. Yeah, who are the real Ayim al Please stand up. There's two Ayim al He says that every king of Bashan was called Ayim, named after the first one. So our Eliezer, he was talking a good guy. And he became Ayim al the first. And then every person who became the king of Bashan, he got the name Oig. And the Oig Malach Bashan, what? Like he says, like Parag. Every Oig Malach Bashan, the Oig Malach Bashan, Tamal Meisher Benu, he was a Russia, Meisher Benu killed him. So, so, so one was a Tzadik, one was a Russia, there's two targets of two different people. And we find this by Parag, we find that could be by Avi Malach, the Ramban is the topic about if every king of Gwar Plishtim was called Avi Malach. Because you find the, the in Sefer Shmuel, what? You find in Sefer Shmuel, the king's uh, nothing called the uh, female. Okay. There's an awkward smell of gas. You don't, you don't see him being called. Yeah, it's gas, but it could be, could be as a grower. I don't know, I'm not sure. It sounds like gas was the only city in Plishim which had a king. It could be, that, that was later. Or whatever, but. It, it could be the capital city moved from Grow to Gas, because Benesho conquered. I know what grower is. I know that the, the, I know that the Plishim had five cities. Grower was near the Sheva, but Benesho conquered all that area. Well, there's there's five Plishti cities, right? There's Ekron, Gash, Ata, Asa, right? So I know I don't know which one is Gror. Gror wasn't one of them. Gror is a city or it's a, a region? I'm not sure. I think Plishti used to be bigger. It used to include also I think near Beersheba. It used to be much bigger. But they still conquered most of the Plishti, but they left over five cities. Right. Ah, that's how it was. When Bnei Yehuda was supposed to conquer that region, they were supposed to fight it together with Bnei Shimon, but they left over five cities. Uh-huh. These are the five cities they left over. And, uh, they're, yeah, and they're thrown at the side of the Nays of the Nays Yeah. Also, you know, uh, Amal Mitchell made, made, made it take it out when, when he went to Mayor Shula. Yeah. So, if, 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 if they did it like a Russia, you don't have to go to Russia to make it sure. Um. You know what I mean? Why? Because it, because it might lie. Could be right. Uh, I I hear. So so therefore I think that it is was like like a Sometimes good, sometimes bad. You want to say? Yeah, also, you know, you, you really also you can answer the Dasikinim's question by saying originally he was good. In the time of Roman, it was good. Right. And you know, five hundred years later, in the time of in the time of or not five, less than five hundred, four hundred years later, in the time of Meishar Benu, he was a bad. He went off the derech. We say we say by Yochanan Kohen Gadol, it was a Kohen Gadol for eighty years, and then he became a tzaddik, right? And the, the Gemara says, "Al tamim ba'atzvacha yoyim meisla." So even if, if it's tzaddik like that, could go off. So it's not, I don't think it's so sure. Somebody who becomes a king gets gain power, and the power gets the power corrupts people. Yeah, I hear. Without Rashi, Ra- Rashi in, in, par- in this week's parsha says something interesting. And we, with this, we're going to finish and, and go weiter. Rashi says. When Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, don't be scared of Oig, because al Tira Yisai, so he says, Moshe Rabbeinu was scared of Oig, because Oig was the one, the, the one who told Avraham Avinu about Lot being kidnapped, and that's Oig. And, 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 and this, in the schus of that, maybe he would get saved. So, so, so Rashi is going with that Mahalach, that, that the Polit is Oig, not like for Kedem and and 
you know, Rashi Lachar, Rashi is saying not like not like um, not like not like what we're saying over here in Pirkei Devilezer. If Rashi held like Pirkei Devilezer, she should have said better. Moshe was scared that Oig had his chutz of finding a shidduch for Yitzchak. But he said no. He was scared. He told told Avram that Light was kidnapped. Finding the schus for Yitzchak is a, is a bigger schus. So you have to know what 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 Rashi what Rashi exactly held. Well, it sounds like from Rashi that it was one person also, not like the that's kin. So what what did what did Hashem tell Moshe to make him feel better that he could kill us? What? To, to kill him anyway? Why? Because the bad guy. Even though yeah. The truth is that Oig came out to attack the Jews. Yeah. And, and the, 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 the thing was that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was scared of him. And Hashem said, don't be scared. It's not that Hashem told him to go, go and attack him. He's saying, don't be scared. You'll be able, you'll, you can defend yourself and, and, and you'll, you'll, you'll win. It's not that Hashem was necessarily telling him to go out and kill him. He was telling him to go, go defend yourself. And, and that would necessitate killing him if, if need be. You know? A sword? Yeah. Yeah, Tanamas. Yeah. He hit his ankle. Yeah, by the ankle, I think it was. Yeah, it's like a more in, 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 in the last pack of Brachas, the beginning of the pack over there. Fine, let's go later. Rabbi Oimer, Rabbi says, Shiva Simei Amishta, Me'ainonu Lemedim. We said earlier in the, in the parak we wanted to learn out Shev, the Indian of Sheva Brachas from Yaakov Avinu. Now we, we, and then we said last week that you know, some people tell you, no, you can't learn from Yaakov Avinu because that's before Matan Torah. So here we're going to say another source for the Indian of Sheva Brachas. We learn it out from Shimshon. Shimshon went out to Eretz Plishtim and he found himself a nice wife and he married her and he made a party for seven days of Yemei Mishta and Simcha. That's the Pasuk over there in Sefer Shaft. He took his friends and, he, and, he, and they were with him and he made a party. And he said to them, he, and he said to them, "Mahu itay was mean itay with him oichlim b'sheisim imay with him meaning they were eating and drinking with him." Shnei says the pas and it says further in the pasuk vayem lam shimon achudan alachem chida I'm gonna offer you guys a riddle and at the end of the pasuk says im hagid tagidli shivas imay amishah go tell me the answer to this riddle within the, within seven days. So he was partying for seven days and he gave them seven days to tell them to, to answer the riddle. For three days they weren't able to, to figure out the answer to the riddle and then they asked his wife and she gave him the answers and he, you know, his wife gave away all his secrets. Fine. So that's another source for the Indian of Shabbat Now this is one of the most famous lines in the entire Sefer Pekid of Eliezer. A chassan is like a king. You ever, if you ever heard such an expression, chassan yeah. this is the source of it. A chassan is like a king. You know, there's a minute Minigan Kali I don't know where this comes from, but there's a Minigan Kali that when the Chassan comes out after the Khir Yichid and comes to sit down by the Suda, so everyone sings the song, Vahibishur and Melach, Bisase first Shayam Yachat Shifta Yisrael. Right? So when the, when the, when the Chassan comes out, Vahibishur and Melach, oh, Yishur and Kali Yisrael, Vahibishur and Melach, there's the Melach in Kali Yisrael, there's a Melach. A king is like a Melach, a Chassan is like a Melach. What does it mean that a Chassan is like a Melach? This is the source of, the, of, of this Indian. 
Just like a king doesn't go out into the marketplace alone, so too a chosen doesn't go out into the marketplace alone. The Radal brings two pshatim, is either it's because of the mazikin, so, so, so mazikin try to attack a chosen, so you're supposed to have a, a, a shamer with a chosen, or the pshat is because of the covet. It, it's, it's not lefik foyday to walk by himself. It's just like a melech, it's not lefik foyday to walk by himself. Just like a king wears royal clothes, begotten of covered, so to a chosen wears royal clothes during his shavu brachas. That's why in, in, in Eretz Yisrael, there's a, there's a minute that, that, pe- that people wear a frock when they get married, and they wear a frock for, for shavu simei mishnah, big day covered, like a begotten of a melech. Just like a king, everyone praises the king, everyone says good things about the king. So to a chosen, everyone is praising him the whole sh- during the Shiva Simeon Misha. But all Shavabachas, everyone's speaking about the, all the praises of the chosen, by all the speeches. And the last one, the fifth one, just like a king, his face is shining like the, like the, like the face of the, like the light of the sun. So to a, a chosen, a, a groom, his his face is shining like the like the light of the sun. Shneimat says in the pasuk, this pasuk is talking about the sun. It says in the pasuk in Tilim Yutes in Perak Shira says that Hashemayim is tapping kavod kel is that's what the sun says. The, the, the sun. So one of the things about the sun, it says in Tilim, the sun is the chosen The sun is like a chosen coming out of this chupa. So just like the sun is shining, so when we're comparing the sun to a chassan coming out of his chuppah, so too a chassan when he's coming out of his chuppah, his face is shining. That's what it says in the, in the, in the Medj. The, the color is like a moon. The color is like a moon. We, yeah, yeah, we spoke about that in the other fall also. The moon receives the light from, from the sun. Yeah. She doesn't have light of her own. If it, it, we said once, we, I, we, I, we said this in one of the earlier pockets, we said that the word Levana, Mufarshim said the word Levana is Reshitavis Basula Nisus Leyamaravi. Think about that. Okay. The Radal brings the Ramban and the Ran and other Rishayim in Mesachas Ksubis. They say a sixth, a sixth thing. It says Mahamalach Mishta Vesimcha Levana of Kol Yamim Afa Chosin Kol Shivas Yemei Mishta. Just like a, a Melech is always having a banquet every day and having a parties and being a bit Simcha his whole life. So to a chassan during the Shiva Simei Mishnah, after he gets married, he's having constant banquets in, in, in his honor and being a besimcha. The Bayes Agadol um, adds another one. The the, the tour, the, the tour in Simen Samech Dalid. When we're talking about the mitzvahs of uh, of of of, uh, of so the tour in Simen Samech Dalid, he brings B'shem Pirkei Dabliyaz another nukuda. The Mahamalch Eino Eisim Melacha, Afa Chassan Eino Eisim Melacha. Just like a king doesn't go out to work. So a chassan is not allowed to go out to work during the Shiva Simeon Mishnah. It, it, it's interesting, if you, if you look over there, in, in the Shulchan Aruch, in Ebn Ezra, Simen Samach Dalet, so I'll read you the Shulchan Aruch on the Ramah, and you tell me if you guys notice anything funny. The Shulchan Aruch says like this, Hanayse Bisula, a man marries a Bisula, Sarech Lismayach Ima Shiva Simeon He has to be happy with her for seven days. Shlo Yasimilacha, he won't go to work. Vlo Yisavitan Mashuk, and he won't go do business in the marketplace. Rather, he's going to eat and drink and be happy with her. 
whether it's his first marriage or it's not his first marriage. So the Ramah adds, the Chasen Aser Basias Malacha, the Aser Lasses Zechidi Bishok, and a Chasen it's also for him to do Malacha, and it's also for him to go out to the marketplace. Anything funny over here? The Mechaber said that a Chasen Lo Yasim Malacha, a Chasen has to be Smoyachima. He has to be he has to be happy with rejoice with his wife for seven days. He's not allowed to do Malacha. And then the Ramah adds, the Chasen also Basias Malacha. A Chasen is not allowed to do Malacha. The, the Mechaber already said a chasen is not allowed to do malacha. What's the Ramah coming to add? It's repetition. So the Bishmul says there's machlekes of him. It's like this. According to the Mechaber, the reason why a chasen is not allowed to do malacha during Sheva brachas is because what he says: if you marry a besula, you have to be happy with her for seven days. And as a result of that, because you have an obligation to be happy with her, you're not allowed to go out to work. So says the Bishmuel, according to the Mechaber, if she's moichel, she says, I let you go out to work. I don't care. I, 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 I give up on my, on my right to make you stay home and be happy with me. Then he's allowed to do it. Comes along the Ramah, and the Ramah says, no. What's the source of it? The Ramah, the, the Ramah in, in the documentation, over here in the, in the parentheses, source, perk of perk So what's the source? The reason is because chosen is and just like a malach doesn't work, a chasen is not allowed to work. So even if the woman is moichel, he's still not allowed to go out to work. That's what Bishwal says. So he says, so according to Bishwal, it's Machlaikis, Ashkenazim and Sephardim. If you get married, first, you, you, you marry a girl, it's her first time getting married, and she says, you're allowed to go out to work, are you allowed to go out to work? According to the Machabah, you're allowed. According to the Machabah, you're still not allowed. To. That's what Bishwal says. It's a big, it's a big Kiddush. Bringing Halakha from a... Uh, well, no, the Ran, or, the Ran in, in Ksubus already brings this prick of the blessing. The Ramah is just going with the Ran. But, yeah. Still, Yeah. Well, can't be on his cupboard. No, but, no, but we're talking about her being Michael on her right to keep him home. Oh, I hear. You're saying if it's a cover, right. She can't be Michael on his cover. Michael uh, al-Qaeda means he can't be Michael on his own covered usually. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, so the Bishmul says that the Khoi will be a Makhlaik as Ashkenaz and Asfari. But Lemaiz of the Birki Yasef, the Mechita, who is a Sfari, he argues on the Bishmul. He says, no, according to everyone, he's not allowed to go out to work. So, that's it. We'll just finish off over here with Rebeliomi Izmir again. <laughs> Last stickle for Rebeliomi Izmir today. Merish Talpiyos, this is on the words Chosen Mikalaf. He brings down the Pirkei Debeliezer about Chasen Daimel Amalek and he says, the Medrash says it about five things, Chasen Daimel Amalek He says, I want to tell you 18 ways that a Chasen is Daimel Amalek And I'll read it to you Omer HaMa'asim Uma HaMalek Nimlach Nimcholom Lekola Venyosav Av Chasen Kain Amru Chacham Zuchem Lebracha Just like a king, when he becomes king, all his affairs are forgiven So to a Chasen, when he gets married, all his affairs are forgiven Like the Rashi brings the Parsha by Machlas Pasishmal, when 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 Esav married Machlas Pasishmal, so Machlas is lashon of Mechila, his affairs got forgiven. Just like a, a king makes Ma'amal, I'll just read it in English. Just like a king makes decrees and everyone else, and other people have to listen to it, so too a Shiva Simei Mishta, the king, you know, the Chassan says, "Yo, pass this," so everyone goes and passes, it, brings him whatever he needs. 
Just like a king is, is, is amongst a lot of people, so to a chosen during Sheva Brachas is amongst a lot of people. Just like a, a melech is, is, you know, he, he shows, he can sort of show off on himself and show how rich he is or whatever, so to a chosen is allowed to show off on himself to his kawa to, to try to show how choshev he is. So, just like a, a king has beer with his wife and then he separates and he goes to his own bed, so to a chosen, because we, we, we hold that, that we're chashish for, for Dan Basulim, that kilo it's also, so, so, so chosen is bailu parish. A melech has multiple wives, so he has like his own room and then he goes and visits each wife in, in, in her own room. Just like a king, people, you know, they blow trumpets and they, they sing songs to him day and night. So to a chassan, just like a king, everyone serves him. So to a chassan, just like a king, everyone's giving him brachas. So to a chassan, just like a king, he sits at the head of the table. So to a chassan, by shavu brachas, he sits at the head of the table. Just like a king, people give him presents. So to a chassan, just like a king, he's supposed to give a lot of tzedakah to poor people. So to a chassan, just like a king writes two sifrei Torah. So to a chassan is supposed to read from, is supposed to get a, two aliyahs. The minute gets to, the chassan gets an aliyah on the Shabbos before he gets married, and he gets an aliyah on the Shabbos after he gets married. So 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 has, so just like a, a king has two separateurs, so to a chassan has two separateurs. Just like a king, people dance in front of him and they, they bring candles because the candles is a, is a covered. So to a chassan, you, you bring candles and you, you light special candles for him, and people dance in front of him. Just like a chosen, just like a melech changes his clothes constantly, he's wearing new, brand new clothing. He's only wearing new clothing. So to a chosen, just like a king has, uh, ha, when he makes a party, so the men are supposed to be one place, the women are supposed to be another place. Like Achashverosh spoke about in Perak Memtes that Achashverosh, when he made a party, so there was one party for the men, and Vashti made a separate party for the women. So too, by a chosen, when they make Shabbat brachas, especially by a chasana, they're supposed to have the men separately from the women. The, the Mufar should even speak out that if the men and women are not separate, you're not supposed to say, by benching, you're not supposed to say, Shasimcha Bama'inoi. Because when the Sultan is Makatrig, then you can't say Simcha Bama'inoi, because there's no Simcha. Just like a Melech, everyone comes to visit him, and everyone, Shel uh, B'Shleimai, they, 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 they greet him. So to a Chosen, everyone comes to visit him and they greet him. Just like a, 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 a Melech, his wife dresses up with all, all the different types of jewelry and all the different types of, 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 uh, of ornaments. So to a Chosen, just like a king sleeps till three hours into the day, a Chosen also gets to, gets, gets to wake up late to have a I'm not saying it, it's Rebbe Israel. So, so you see that there's 18 things that a chassan is doing in Malach, Simon Ladavar, Ben Shreina, Sir Lechopa. And then he goes on for pages and pages. I'm not going to tell you all the things that he says, but he, but he goes on for pages and pages about why is a chassan daima to a king. These are examples, but like, what's the underlying idea? So one, one idea he says is that because a king, what makes a king into a king? You wear a crown. And we said that it's a, it's a pasuk in Mishlei, I think it says, Eishas Chayel Ateres Paila. And Eishas Chayel is a crown to her husband. So when do you get your crown? You only get a crown when you get married. The Gemara in Gitin, it's a pasuk, it's a pasuk where, I forgot what it's a pasuk in. The Gemara in Gitin says that there used to be a minig that a chassan would wear a very fancy crown. And then when, there was, when the base of English was destroyed, so they were mavatal this minig. They said, no, you're not. The pasuk says, Haster, Haser HaMitznefes Harem HaTara Haser HaMitznefes The Mitznefes is what the Kohen used to wear when they would do the Avaidah Actually it's what the Kohen Gadol used to wear when they would do the Avaidah 
So Hosem Mitzavos, when the Mitzavos is removed, Harem Hatara, lift off your, your, your crown. Meaning the Chosen shouldn't, shouldn't wear a crown anymore when he gets married. So we don't have that minig, but, but there's an Indian that, that a Chosen is like a Malach. When he gets married, he gets, his wife is like a, a, a crown to his, to, to his head. So that's only right? Yeah. Yeah. He got it. He got it on top. Right. So that's why he said that he wasn't It's a Mishnah in Tainus, I think. Another nukuda he says is that a chassan, a person only could could properly learn Torah when he gets married. Until that, not. As the Gemara says in, in Yavamas, in the sixth paragraph, it says, He's living, a, a man who lives without an Isha is, is living without Torah. And we said that Torah is like, it, Torah is like above the kings. We mentioned a Pasuk in Mishlei also. Uh, we mentioned this Pasuk in, which Parak was it? I think it was in Parak Ches. It said, uh, yeah, in Parak Ches. It says the Pasuk in... The Torah that the Torah said about itself, "Be malachim yimluchu." Through me, through the Torah, malachim become kings. Because we said that Hashem was in, 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 in Paragimel. In Paragimel, Hashem we said that Hashem asked the Torah whether He should create the world, and the Torah said, "Yeah." And we said that a malach is, is someone that, that the nation makes him into a malach by, by accepting his malchus. So the Torah made Hashem into a malach. "Be malachim yimluchu." So the Torah makes things into a malach, and the Torah makes a person into a malach. But Chazal tell us, man melach, also Gemara and Gittin, man melachi rabbanan, who are kings, kings refer to, to rabbanan, to rabbanan, you can only be massive that darga and taira, that you man melachi rabbanan, when a person is married, so, so be, getting married makes a person into a king. I remember when, when, when I was getting married, so I put out a kuntress for my chasana, so I, I got a haskama from Rav Yitzhak Srotskin from, from Lakewood. So he wrote in his haskama, he wrote that, it says in the puzzle, he, I think he brought it from the Baliat, there's a sefer called Rebbezina Baliatasis Alatera. So it says in the puzzle, It's not good for a person to be by himself. He should, he, I'm going to make for him an Ezer, a helper. That's what Hashem said when he was creating, before he created Chava. So it says, So it says in the, in the Rebbezina Baliatasis, so, so the way he understood it is that a person can only be massing a darga of taiv of tair, of, of taiv meaning a, a darga and taira when he gets married. Lay taiv hayes al You're not you're lay taiv. You're not you're not with the taira. You're not on that darga of taira when you're, when a person is by himself. Well, that's where Rabbi Yitzchak can roll. It's the same idea over here. There's, there's right. That's what we said. A king writes two sefer Torahs. One to hold, and one because everyone, everyone in Kali Yisrael is bukhir to write a sefer Torah. That's, that, that's what I meant. One, one last nukuda. There's a famous idea. It's a minute that's sort of catching on in the last like 30 years. That when the chassan and kala come, when the chassan at least comes down to, to down the aisle to the chuppah, so everyone stands up for him. So why does everyone stand up for him? So Ravavadi Yosef. In Yabiya Oimer, Chalik Vav, Ebn Ezra Simon Ches has a whole tshuva. Someone asked him, Is there an Indian to stand up for Chosim when he comes down to the Chuppah or not? So Ravad Yosef Kedarkai has tons and tons of sources about it. But he brings from one of the Swarim called Knesset Zagdaila, of Chaim Benisti, who writes that the Indian is what we're talking about. 
Chazan daimel melech. And when a melech comes by, you're supposed to stand for a melech. It's more in kedushin that when a melech comes, you have to stand up for a melech, for nasi, for a melech, koshigay for a melech. So when a melech comes, you stand up for a melech. So chazan daimel melech. So you have to stand up for a chazan. The other mafarshim, the the Knesset himself elsewhere writes a different reason why you stand up for king for for a chazan when he comes by because you, there's an there's a mission bikurim that when they used to come to bring bikurim in the, in Yerushalayim so as each city came all the people that as they walked by so all the people that were working would come and stand up and give them covet right so there's the Indian the the Bartanur in the Mishnah's Bikurim Per Gimel Mishnah Gimel says that there's the Indian that when a person is going on his way to do a mitzvah he's supposed to stand up and give covet to him. So the Knesset also writes that that's why you stand up for Hassan when he comes down. Because you're on his way to do it. Purvu, Mitzvah, Kiddushin, whatever exactly the Mitzvah is. The nafkamina between these two answers is do you have to stand up when the Kala comes down? Because if it's Hassan, then we find Hassan, but we don't find the Kala down on Malka. There's no Indian, the we never find the Gemara that there's an end of Kavid Malka. So maybe you don't have to stand up for Kala. Well, if, if the reason is because they're going to do a mitzvah, so Kala also, someone's going to do a mitzvah. Whatever exactly the mitzvah is. So, so interesting. It, it, even the Knesset Gedele says that the, the minig, I forgot, he said like, in Salonika, they, they were, the, yeah, he says the, the minig in, in the Constantine, Constantinople was, was to, yeah, stand up. And the minig, I think it was in Salonika, not to stand up, different places. But he said, really, everyone should stand up. Different people do Apparently, if Moshe Fanchin didn't stand up, or Vyakov Kamenetsky did, different, there's different things uh, about it. But it's not an interesting, interesting uh, concept over here that has to do with our picative laser. And I think we've finally finished the parak. And thank you for coming. Have a good Shabbos. Thank you.